Welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the studios at Silver Ranch in the Northwoods of Wisconsin, which is also the campus of Nicolay Bible Institute, which is our one-year Bible college program that offers um, accredited classes. Not accredited. You get well, credits for classes. You know what? What, it, what did you call that if you get classes for credits? A really cool program. A cool program, you know, where you come. <laughs> and That's right. It's very yeah, cool. Yeah. And uh, you take some classes that kind of work towards giving you a solid biblical foundation and understanding in life. And then on top of it, you're here at Silver Birch Ranch, so we expose you and teach you what service looks like within the context of camping ministry. Right. And we pair you up with a mentor that you can get mentored by yep. all year all year round. So it really doesn't matter if you're going into ministry or not. Really, the goal of it is to set you up to look through the lens of here's how God has designed me to pursue life and point people towards Jesus, whether yep. I'm going to be a nurse, whether I'm going to be a pastor, whether I'm going to be a engineer, whatever it is, or maybe it's just to come and establish your relationship right. with God. So that's really the idea behind Nicolay Bible Institute. And 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 the, one of the benefits is the classes can transfer to various institutions if you wanted to go on and pursue other education afterwards. Or if you don't, then at least you have a year under your belt to right. go from there. And so that's really what the, the heart of Nicolay Bible Institute is. And yeah. you get to hang out with goofs like Dave. Yeah, yeah, you do. Old goofs. Old goofs. And a few of our other professors that are here um, as well. And then you get to be a part of our summer program. We just got done with our previous episode talking about summer. And, you know, we just wrapped up our 56th summer here. Absolutely. And and part of what makes summer happen is, is our Nicolay Bible Institute become part of our summer staffers um, that help make it happen. And so... Uh, we're excited to offer many opportunities here at camp. I mean, it started as camp 56, well, technically 57 years ago. Yep. Um, and along the way, the, the mission has always been to know Christ and to make him known. And along the way, God has provided several opportunities now to be able to do that. I mean, we started out as a camp just th that was a summer camp. And then in the late 80s, it turned into a year-round camp that offered retreats then during the year along with summer camp. And around, the, you know, the early, early 80s, 1981. Early, oh, 81. And about that same time is when Nicolay Bible Institute started. It was 82, under a yep. different name at the time. Yep. But the, the core concept of it started. And and then throughout our history, we've added on some other things. Um, almost a decade ago, we had the Wolf River Refuge, which we just renamed the Northwoods Retreat which is five miles down the road from the main campus of Civil Birch Ranch, which is another facility that we're hoping to partner with um, local churches to be able to provide an opportunity for people to come and to know Christ and make him known. And yep. we've also started working with uh, the foster care side of things. And so my hope is, is that maybe in this episode, we could kind of talk about how God has provided us with so many different opportunities, but it's not that we're trying to go out there and look for all these opportunities it seems like they've just been plopped on our lap and they line up with our goal of of doing what god has called us to do right dave right you know i mean it's it, what we need to understand is is that we keep working the plan while we make a better plan yeah and and life changes so plans should change yeah you, you can't do what you did in the 30s you know, now in the in the you know 1930s, you can't do the same thing. Which, if you're live and listening, and you're from the 30s, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. You're listening through a hearing device. No <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was born in the 50s, and 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 the way things were done is different than they are in the year 2023. Yeah. 
And we have to understand that. And so we keep adapting and looking for what, what the needs are and trying to meet those needs and help the local church be as strong as possible. And, and we're a tool. If, if ever you were going to build a building or do anything, you need a tool. So you go and you, you look. And if you have the right tool, it certainly makes the job easy. Mm-hmm. Well, we as a ministry keep looking for ways to make the job efficient for the local church. So if you're a part of a local church, you should go to silverbirchranch.org and check out all the different ways that we are a part of helping local churches grow and develop. Yeah. The Northwoods Retreat, that's a smaller place, right, for people to come. And how would they use it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a smaller venue, and the hope is to do things together. Like when you come to camp, it's a big place. If you've been to a men's retreat, women's retreat, you kind of come and you join other groups um, and grow that way. Whereas the Northwoods Retreat, our hope is that your church's, say, men's group or your church's women's group or your church's youth group or maybe you have um, life groups you right. know, or whatever it is, you can come and use that facility. Why? Because it's smaller, it's more intimate, and then you could do life together. It's really more geared towards coming alongside it and helping that discipleship process right. happen and doing doing life together within the groups that God has called you to be in community groups with. Yeah, and this summer we hope to have a brand new building there yeah yeah we actually are just getting ready this fall to launch an addition to our lodge which would ultimately give us a a meeting room dining room and and kind of canteen area all in one yeah and so it's a huge it's a huge step and it's a step of faith for us i mean we 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 feel this is where god is calling us to to offer the church and expand and so we're just saying all right god we'll take the step and trust that not only you'll provide the resources and the means to do it but then once it's done that actually people will come and use it, yeah. which is what we're hoping. Remember, in our minds and in, in, in education, a change of place and a change of pace will challenge your perspective. If you really want to challenge your perspective, you have to get out of the perspective you have right now. Yeah. And, and Silver Birch Ranch, uh, Northwoods Retreat, Nicolay Bible Institute, these are places where you can come and have your perspective challenged. And everybody who has lived long enough will tell you that when you change your place and you change your pace, your perspective is challenged. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, not too long ago, my wife had cancer. That changed where we went and how we went, and it, it changed our pace. Yeah. It changed our place a lot while you're in a hospital, while you're waiting for surgery, while you're taking uh, radiation and those kinds of things. It changes your pace. So our place and our pace was different, and you know, it does change your perspective. Mm-hmm. And before that, I would tell you, no, my perspective is fine, whatever, but then you change those things, and your perspective changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, what we need to do on a regular basis, if we're believers, is do what Jesus did. He escaped all of the norm and went out and sat on the side of a mountain and looked. You know, he changed his place, he changed his pace, because can you imagine the word gets out, Jesus can just look at you and you're healed. Mm-hmm. Well, how many sick people are chasing him around the country? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, this is never ending. I mean, he goes to a place and speaks, and there's 5,000 men standing there waiting to hear him, and they're all hungry. Yep. You know, okay, like, there comes a time where Jesus escapes, and he changes his place, and then he changes his pace. He'll just sit and talk to God. And, and that challenges perspective always because it puts you in a different mind frame. That's why uh, it's important if you, you know, live in a busy time, and we all do, but maybe you're going to work, you know, in the morning, whatever it might be. Why don't you start off sitting somewhere quiet? Because all day, you know, for me, by 8 o'clock, things start happening. 
Mm-hmm. So I, if I'm going to be quiet and think and reflective, I need to do it before 8 in the morning. That That's how my life is. Some people do it later at night. That's up to them how you do that. Um, but the bottom line really is, you know, you need to do it. And, and we offer various ways to do that. Uh, the summer camp, which we talked about already, and you go to our website, and we talked about that in our last program, and we invite you to do that. Northwoods Retreat, Nicolay Bible Institute. Um, Jason was talking about it's it, it accredited, not accredited. Well, it's a one-year institution with a very specific goal. We yeah. want young people to know the Bible, and we want them to die to themselves. Mm-hmm. So you practice dying to yourself. I mean, I know that isn't a I, I was in Arizona once, and I told a potential student that, and he goes, you got to come up with a better line than that. <laughs> you know, come to our school and learn to die to yourself. It's like, honestly, this is a first-world country. You know, that's not what right. everybody wants to hear. It's like, come to Nicolay Bible Institute, and you'll have the best food in the world and the best beds in the world, and you'll be in northern Wisconsin with no mosquitoes, and I, I mean, just lied on all three of those things. You come to MBI, and you get to hang out with Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hang out with Dave. Uh, <laughs> when, when, yeah, just so it's not too late at night. <laughs> you know, the, the bottom line really is, though, the things that are important in life are not the things that make us comfortable. Hmm. And, and yet we tend to want to live in the realm of all those things that make us comfortable. Right. And and even degrees, we've talked about that here. I mean, it's possible that we work towards getting accreditation, that kind of thing. Our teachers are all qualified. I, I'm the least qualified teacher in that I have a master's in education. And uh, and that makes me the least on totem pole. Our president of Nicolay Bible Institute has his doctorate degree, Jeremy, and uh, a doctorate in theology. Mm-hmm. He actually knows theology. He teaches <laughs> theology. Yep. And, uh, and he understands the academic world, and, and that isn't an issue. Uh, we have two visiting professors. Both have their doctorates and when they come. And then uh, Ethan has a master's in Old Testament. And so we have, we have people that are very qualified to teach, and they do teach. And we're excited about the qualifications. We're excited about the fact that they teach. And if you're in education very long, you realize that a degree or certification, whatever it might be, is only as valuable as the institution that gives it. Mm. Yeah. So when you see a certificate of achievement from Nicolay Bible Institute, if the people coming from Nicolay Bible Institute demonstrate the qualities that you're looking for, then that becomes a valuable certificate. Mm-hmm. Um, when you just talk about uh, accreditation, in reality, that means nothing other than you fit the formula for making sure all the information gets disseminated properly. Right. It doesn't mean that the students that leave your place are more qualified. It means that they followed the rules and paid the fees to have this certification put on their whatever. Yeah. So being in education all my life, we've decided here uh, through many discussions through many years that we really want to accomplish the goal without having an outside organization saying, we have to do it this way and this way, and you have to offer this class. We don't want to do that because really we want them to know God and make him known. That's our, our motto. We, we want them to be able to, to learn to die to themselves. And there's no certification for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're not accredited for dying to self kind of thing. <laughs> And, and really, we want to encourage whoever comes into that program to be ones who see all of life as a mission field. Hmm. Because all of us are on a mission. 
fact, one of the things I keep asking my students to do is to look at everybody that comes on these grounds. Look them in the eye and pray for them. Mm. Ask God, do I need to do anything to help them see you? Yeah. Can you imagine if all the students at the Nicolay Bible Institute, if by the end of their year, that's their habit? Yeah. They look at people and ask before anything else, how do I show them who you are, God? May I suggest that we would stop all the sex trafficking if people did that. We would stop all the road rage if people did that. We, you know, no one would be going into mass shootings in schools if we did that, you know, if everyone did that. Yeah. Um, and so that's really the goal of Nicolay Bible Institute. And, and really we got there because we started as a camp. And we started to see the ways that we needed to help young people grow and know Christ and make them known. Yeah. And, uh, and, and some of the things that we started did not continue for uh, forever. We, we were involved in the very first year, 1981, the first year of year-round work in a high school for troubled boys where they came up here and we worked them on farms and different things. And, hmm. and uh, that was called the Achiever uh, Group, and that was 1981. And, um, and then eventually we moved it to a farm up the road and... and and eventually the state got involved because it was minors and it was more like a, a group home kind of thing. So we had to have different licenses and different. Before you knew it, we, we gave it to itself because mm. of the strain of the government um, situation with tying it into everything here at Silver Birch Ranch. Yeah. And eventually it, uh, it went bankrupt, you know, eventually under, under that different regime because we just couldn't hold on to it in that sense. Yeah. Uh, the next year, 1982, we started a, 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 a um, ministry that we called Pathfinders. It is now the Nicolay Bible Institute. And so that's how that came into be. And once again, it was because we're dealing with college and high school young people. We're seeing a need that needed to be met. We're going, well, we can meet that need. You know, we have educators. We could do that. So that's how that developed. So now then all of a sudden we had that. And then we had, you know, uh, the summer uh, ministries going now we have the year-round ministry with the Nicolay Bible Institute and and then it goes on from there then not too many years later than that um, we were approached by a place and given a camp up in Canada hmm. you know and, and and so we developed that and we worked that for several years and once again it got very difficult to work with the the government between the United States and Canada and having an entity up there and how it all worked and eventually we we right before the pandemic we said you know we can't keep doing this and I think that was God's timing because the pandemic would have just been devastating anyway. Yeah. You know, to uh, they wouldn't allow us into Canada and the, the whole work. So eventually that ministry was there for about 10 years. Some great things happened uh, with the people who came on those grounds. But, um, it, it, you know, that was God's timing for a little while. In the process, we also ended up getting this uh, Wolf River property, which is now uh, the Northwoods, Northwoods Retreat. Retreat. And, uh, and so we're involved in that. And we've just started another program uh, to foster kids because the foster care system in the state of Wisconsin needs help. And so what we're trying to do is encourage local churches to be active in the foster care system. Yeah. And we've divided the state into four different quadrants, and we're trying to get a director in each one of those and trying to do whatever we can to help bolster the idea that Christians, those who love the Lord God with all their heart, soul, and mind, are taking care of the foster kids or doing whatever they can to encourage 
foster care and, and doing it in a way that would be God-honoring and bring these kids to Christ. So we're, we're working on that right now, and, and that's a brand-new venture that who knows where that's going to end up. Uh, but once again, in us working with children and with churches and with families, we keep seeing the need. Yeah. And, and what we do is we get up every day and say, well, maybe we could do something to help. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not about um, how it fits into every other program. It fits in because our God is working with young people, and that's what we do. Yeah. We are trying to help mold the future of America, and young people are the future. And, and we don't just talk about it. We actually go out and do whatever we can to help in, in that sense. So uh, those that are listening, you can, you can know all these programs by just going to silverbirchranch.org. And I think there's clicks somewhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can scroll down to the bottom of the page, and you'll see a, a, a link to each of those sites. Or if you type in northwoodsretreat.org, Nicolay Bible Institute, or... Uh, Foster Family Connect. They right. each have their own websites. But just go to silverstranch.org and you scroll down and click on the one and, and kind of learn more about it. And then there's this one they're listening to, which is relate365.com. So it's like, you know what? It It's crazy. It, it just keep, Things keep happening because we keep saying, well, we could do this. It's not that we ever wanted to start a podcast radio ministry. Right. But But God worked it out so that all of a sudden we were doing radio and then we were offered these and then a guy, a friend of camps came and saw we didn't have a studio, so he built us a studio. Then eventually God made sure that we got fiber internet here in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And, and so before you know it, it's like we were all set up to do this. Yep. We thought, well, then we need to do this. You know, so when you look at all the ministries, you've got Relate, Relate 365. You've got, uh, you know, the Northwoods Retreat. You've got Foster Family Connect. You've got Summer Camp. You've got Year Round what do we do year-round here? Yeah, we do men's retreats, ladies' retreats, father-son, mother-daughter. Father, I'm speaking daughter, of the father-daughter this year. Mother-daughter. Uh, I mean, we do quilting, scrapping, all – I mean, it, you name it, we probably have a retreat for it. We do winter family camps. We do winter jam, which is a winter event for middle school and high school students. And we, we just try to be, you know – And we also have schools come. come up and use the we place. We do have schools that come up and use the place during the wintertime. For their field trips, they yep. come out for the afternoon or for the morning and afternoon and hang out and do our some of our activities. So we try to be, uh, we try to ca- use any opportunity that God puts on our lap to 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 go forth with our mission. Yeah. So when when you see that, what you see is a a, a ministry like Silver Birch Ranch that represents a bunch of other little avenues that all make up of who we are. Yeah. And uh, the only people that are actually confused about what we do are those who are um, business guys that want to know exactly what the long-range plan is. And I keep saying, well, the long-range plan is to love God, get up every day, and work hard yeah. uh, on that day on the plan that God reveals to us. Because it's really hard to know the future in ministry. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult for us to say, here's exactly how the widget is going to look because we're not producing widgets. Right. You know, when you deal with people, you have to understand that th- this is... It's not us. It's the Spirit of God that works in their heart. And we're setting up things so that we could be examples to people of what it looks like and, and tools in God's hands to show who he is. And in a nation, that changes all the time and what you're doing. What hasn't changed is the fact that God's grace and his mercy is available to everybody. So from our first camp in the summer of 1968 till last year, we were able to continue to tell young people the same message the message hasn't changed the purpose hasn't changed 
the methods are always challenged. And that's something even my dad taught me because he was in on the start of Awana Youth Association. He was their first employee. He started a camp in the southern part of the state called Phantom Ranch. He was in on the start of Camp Awana, which is now called the Woods, I think, yep. down there. And, and uh, just constantly taught at New Tribes Bible Institute, did all of those things while pastoring a church and starting Silver Birch Ranch. And he was really around when we started the Nicolay Bible Institute and all those kinds of things. And always challenging a method. I think we as believers need to be willing to challenge methods. Yeah. But the principles can't ever be challenged. Uh, pride will never be okay. Arrogance will never be okay. You know, lust will never be okay. Those aren't methods. Mm -hmm. Those are things that we have to say, no, those things will never be right. What is right? That God loves us and that he loved us enough that while we were still sinners, he sent Jesus to die for us. And that's for every generation to know. Absolutely. So we get to do that, and that's why we get to know Christ and make him known. So in one way, we're a very stable place. In another way, we're always challenging methods and trying something. And uh, and I can even remember my dad as I was growing up when, when you'd fail at something. He'd go, well, now you know now how, not, how to not to do that. That's right. You know, so it's like, yeah, failure even has some benefit yeah. to it because you learn something. So even now in ministry, you know, the other day, for example, I, I painted – pickleball line courts you did i did on outside and one court i did both tennis courts and pickleball courts so you could play either yeah in one court and on the other i just did pickleball lines yeah well then somebody sent me a an email saying that the one that's just pickleball is the wrong dimensions and i'm sitting there going huh huh how could that be i worked so hard and i remember sweating it was very hot day not yeah. good. not good so i went out there and they were right it, it was the wrong dimension even though they look the same. Yeah, they look close, but yeah, they were, it was 10 feet off, so not. 10 not, feet off? Well, five on each side. Wow. Well, what happened was my brain went, you must have got fried with the hot weather. And I and I actually followed some of the tennis courts lines and incorporated some tennis courts lines with pickleball uh -huh. lines. <laughs> and, and so it was like, oh, how, how could I do that? Half oh, the lines, man. half the lines were right, half of them were wrong. There you go. And I'm thinking, really? What kind of guy does this? <laughs> well, I did it. So I went out there with the, 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 the black top coating again and, and wiped out the, the wrong lines and repainted it. Oh, it's know. already redone. It's already redone. Oh, it's all fixed. I, I walked by it on the way here this morning. I'm like, they didn't really look that far off. No. But it's, oh, okay. And some people listening might be like, well, why, Dave, are you the one that's painting the lines? Because I get irritated. <laughs> 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 Wait, uh, you know what there, there are things that we see here that we just need to do right and that's the thing that's the beauty of it and it kind of goes into everything that we just talked about you know our philosophy is if we see a need that god has put on our lap we do it right you know sometimes it's as simple as painting pickleball lines yeah and sometimes it's it's a little bit more complicated like trying to help the local church um be more effective at at reaching out to foster families yep and, and really, our hope is, is to know Christ and to make him known and to come alongside the local church and do whatever we can to help facilitate that. Yeah. And that's our goal. You know, you never get to the point where you've arrived to where you're no longer a servant. Yeah. And if so, you don't know what it is to be a believer because believers serve. Mm -hmm. And whether it be uh, plunging toilets or painting lines or whether it be picking up garbage, this is something that you do. If you love God, you just do it because you're thinking of others and their comfort and, 
and 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 them being on grounds that represent God, and you want it to look the way it should look. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's always more to do here than we can do. If you're, in fact, if you're listening to us and and you have a particular trade that you do, you could be a a mason, bricklayer, what whatever they call them these days. You could be a electrician. You could be a a contractor. You could be someone who knows how to drive a ski boat. Yeah. You know, whatever it might be. You should really look into coming up and, and volunteering and give us a hand on some things because some of those things we actually uh, very much need, you know, qualified mm-hmm. electricians or plumbers to help with various things. We have a, a local friend who has been around camp forever that's a, a plumber friend that comes and helps us and saves us thousands and thousands of dollars every year uh, as we build new buildings. Because yeah. as we're talking right now, we're talking about two buildings that are going up that are big. We're putting up a boys' dorm. For the Nicolay Bible Institute on the main property. And we're putting up a uh, dining hall. A multi, yeah, pretty much a dining hall, meeting space, canteen at the Northwoods Retreat. Yeah. And uh, And it takes a lot lot to go into those. And we're doing it by faith in that, okay, not all the money is there for it. Yeah. But we need these buildings, so we're trusting God for that. So as I was saying, some of you are gifted in some other areas. You can help us save some money. Some of you just have a lot of money and you could send it to us i mean either way i know that's a great fundraising line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but the truth is you, you've been entrusted with a lot of money and and we have uh places right now that we're trusting god to supply that yeah. money to build these buildings so feel free to help us out there we we would yeah. see that as a, a gift from god not from you and, absolutely and, 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 and honestly that's one of the most humbling things being a part of our ministries is we actually don't charge enough right and I think it's about 20% of our budget just to break even. Right. We, we trust God for yep. to provide. And uh, I've only been here 11 years, Dave. You've been here the entire time. Yes. And it's always been provided for, never in the same ways, but it's always been provided for. And it's like, all right, God, you know. It, it is absolutely amazing. But I still remember my dad telling me, just learn how to do everything. Hmm. Because when you're in ministry, you need to know how to, you know, take care of someone who just had a heart attack or just yeah. had a cut or an allergic reaction to a bee. You need to know how to do that. Yeah. You need to know how to drive a ski boat. Yep. You need to know how to ride a horse. You need to know how to pick up manure. Drive you a tractor. You need to know how to drive a tractor. It's like if you're going to be effective in ministry, don't specialize so much that you can't be used everywhere. Yeah. Because you're going to look and you're going to see a need, and you should always count it a privilege to meet the need. You should always see that as a privilege. So whenever uh, I'm asked to do something, um, you know, during the the ladies' retreats coming up, it's like, well, would you uh, give a tour on the hayride? Well, I could do that. You want me to drive to? No, if someone else drives, so you could just, okay, fine, whatever. You know, I know how to do it, so yeah. let's do it. And and it's one of those things where God has always been faithful, mm-hmm. but he takes people and he trains them, and they need to be servants, and that's the most important thing we can learn. Yeah. And you can learn that right here. So we invite you to check out the website, pray for us, be a partner with us in whatever gifts God's given you, whether they be financial gifts or, or talent or abilities. Uh, we're always looking for those who might want to get involved with us. And and we appreciate anyone thinking and praying for us in that way. Yeah. So thanks for partnering with us in whatever way you do. And, and if, even if you feel like you can't do anything, then just continue to pray that God uses these ministries for his kingdom to reach the needs of his people. 
because that's what we're here for. We want people to see Jesus. We want people to be able to unplug, to change their, their, their pace, their place, so that way their perspective is challenged, so that way they can grow closer to who God is. But we're out of time for this episode, so I encourage you to go to silverbridgeranch.org and partner with us. But until next time, this is Jason and Dave here on Younger and Older. Take care. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.